never been a perfectionist and obviously everything has its pros and its cons, right? We live in duality. So there's pluses and minuses to not being a perfectionist. Mm -hmm. And one of those is that you take messy, imperfect action all the time. And I've always lived by the idea that if I just do it, I will either get the results I want or I'll get the lesson I learned. And Mm -hmm. a lot of times I've gotten the lesson I needed. Welcome to Captivate the Room with your host, internationally known voice expert, Tracy Goodwin, an award-winning speaker who has taught hundreds around the globe to make a big impact with their voice. This podcast is for anyone who wants to step onto a bigger stage, make a bigger impact, and have a voice that makes people listen. Presentation matters, and the voice is the missing link. Join in and you'll see why. Welcome, everyone. I'm so glad to have you with me today. I have got such a special guest with me today. You know, sometimes you meet people and there's just something about them that you feel like, I just I just feel like I've known you my whole life. That's something we talk about here is what are you, what's the feeling that you want people to to have in the first 30 seconds that they meet you. And today's guest is one of those people. She's very special to me, amazing at the work that she does. And she's really, her expertise, well, she's going to tell you all about it, but such an expert in getting you in the right place mentally, mindset-wise, to really, really succeed, really to get to that next level, which I'm all about over here. And so it doesn't matter if you own your own business, if you're thinking about owning your own business, if you work for somebody else's business, you are going to benefit from this conversation. I just know it. Her name is Nicole Culver. And let me tell you a little bit about her. Nicole helps online coaches take quantum leaps in their business with digital products. She's a certified master NLP coach, hypnotist, and mindset expert who helps coaches amplify their results by combining the right mindset with the perfect for them business strategy. Not only does she do mindset, but she couples it with the strategy for you. And you know, I love that because I don't see voice as one size fits all. So she's really, really good at what's going to work for you. She loves to coach her clients and students so they can see beyond their limitations and open up to what's truly possible for them. You're going to get so much out of this interview and we're going to jump over there real quick. I want to remind you, I've got one more voice experience. That's what I'm calling it. Not a masterclass, voice experience coming up. Go to captivatetheroom.com forward slash masterclass. This is going to be on November 11th. I don't want you to miss it. It's the last one for the year. Now, get your pen, get your paper, get your beverage, and let's head on over to the show. Nicole, welcome to the show. I am so glad to have you here with me today. I am so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. You know, I know the listeners, they oftentimes say, Tracy, you get so excited about everybody, but they've also heard me say this. There are oftentimes people that are so special that I bring on the show. And I have to tell you, listeners, today is one of those super special people. Nicole is one of these people that when you get to know her or even before you get to know her, you know, you know her. And she is going to share some things with you today. The work that she does, as you heard me say in the intro, is really, really extraordinary. And so if what I said in the intro doesn't necessarily resonate with you, stay with me because you are in for such a treat. Now, Nicole, I want to start with you've had a little bit of a transition in your own company. 
I want to say this for the listeners. I want them to hear your progression, where you kind of started to where you are now and what you focus on. And then we're going to take off from there. Oh my gosh. If you know me at all, if you're coming here from my podcast or anything, they've heard me say like where you start is not where you end up. And I know for so many people, starting is so freaking hard (laughs) Mm because you just, you want to get it right. Right. And I know in our work we've done together, I want to get it right a lot too. And at the same time, like you just got to go. So I don't know how far back we want to go, but I know a lot of people find it very interesting when they find out I was a teacher. So I started off my career, I guess you would say, as a fourth grade special ed teacher. And I was one of those kids that I always played teacher. I'm the oldest. So it's ingrained in me. I am the caretaker. I am the boss. And I always was a teacher and I thought I'd be a teacher for the rest of my life. Now, side note, I'm a teacher. I'm still a teacher through and through, but what I do has changed drastically over the past decade. And I've worn many hats since I quit teaching in on August 15th, 2011, I resigned and I started this whole other career path for myself. So I went from teacher to health coach and food business owner. We were a national food business, Blissful Eats. And that could be an entire podcast (laughs) in itself. So I will just kind of truncate that portion of it because we've been in the online business. We had our food business that was in stores and online. We've had online products for 10 years. So we started getting really good in the online space and we had a lot of really dedicated customers and clients. So we started like most, like a lot of people do. And we started doing consulting work with other food businesses, with other online entrepreneurs and helping them get their products online into the hands of more people. So then third baby was born. We had two businesses and I was in this place where I couldn't do more than two things because I had three girls. (laughs) I had this beautiful baby that was so deserved of my time and my energy. And I had two businesses and that is where starting to run my life based off of my values really started to come into play because it was either take more time with my children or run two businesses and continue to work myself into the ground. So you probably can guess which route I took. And we started to do more of the coaching and consulting. And we started working with more online entrepreneurs and we started coaching people who were starting their businesses and helping them figure out what the heck to do online and grow and scale. And we started doing a whole lot more of that. And that was, we started that in 2016, but we really dove into that in 2018 with the birth of our third daughter. And we've been doing that ever since. How we've done that since 2018... Oh my gosh, that has changed as well. We have a Facebook ads agency still right now. Yes, I work with my husband, which a lot of people cannot do, but we do it and we do it well, even though there's lots of interesting moments as a a couple who runs their business together. So we have our Facebook ads agency, and then we also have our signature program called the Quantum Launch. And that is really where we help entrepreneurs get past their blocks and their beliefs and their past programs programming and combine energy and strategy so they can quantum leap their business. So that was a really long intro, but we've been doing this a long time. So it took me a while to get here, but no, not too long at all. And the reason I wanted to uncover all of that is because one of the things that I think you do in your business, and I certainly think you could talk to that would be really valuable for my listeners is It was a morphing process into what you were ultimately put here to do. I want to know if that's what you feel like, that you had to, that all the steps, it was a different set of steps to get you where you are now, a place that you feel so incredibly aligned. So I wanted you to put that out there because I think that so many people think, well, when I get it perfect, when I get it right, when this happens, then I'll take that action. And you do not represent that to me. You represent, okay, time to pivot, time to pivot, time to pivot. And I think a lot of people 
hold on too tight rather than just trusting they need to make a new decision. Yes. And oh my gosh, yes. I've never been a perfectionist. And obviously everything has its pros and its cons, right? We live in duality. So there's pluses and minuses to not being a perfectionist. Mm -hmm. And one of those is that you take messy, imperfect action all the time. And I've always lived by the idea that if I just do it, I will either get the result I want or I'll get the lesson I learned. And Mm-hmm. A lot of times I've gotten the lesson I've needed and it always takes me to that next messy, imperfect action. And that's how we really run our whole business. Very lean, very profitable. And that was a lesson of our food company, which was not lean and it was not mm-hmm. very profitable. So you mm-hmm. make that mistake one time, you probably won't make it again. So I'm the anti-perfectionist, I would say. It's done is always better than perfect. And it's really, how can I get this in the hands of as many people as I possibly can so I can help as many people? And perfection has never been something that I strived for. You know, I never did either. I mean, that's how I learned. I just threw it out there. But I know my listeners and I know so many people, especially people that maybe are going to do a podcast or maybe, you know, they're going to do more videos or whatever. They get so caught up in, I have to get this right. I have to get it perfect. I have to say the right words. That's all my people. I just feel like there's so much value in that imperfect action that you have taken. And it really has led you to what you do now, which I think is, well, we could probably talk all day about. And we've had so many great conversations about, well, just right before we started, we were talking about process and it's really, it's an inside job. You can talk strategy all day to my people. I bet. Can you talk strategy all day? Yeah. I can talk strategy all day long with my eyes closed all day long. A matter of fact, I was doing a guest spot in someone else's group and she hopped on right at the end. We did this whole mindset call. It was really beautiful. We were uncovering blocks and we were shifting and it was amazing. And someone hopped on and there was about five minutes left. And she said, I don't know what this call is, but I just have a question. She asked the strategy question and we mapped out her whole marketing message for her webinar. And she literally said, wow, is that your magic? Is this what you do? And I was like, no, this is like 5% of what I do anymore. I just, I love marketing, but helping people find out the blocks and the subconscious programming that is holding them back, that, that is my purpose. So yes, I could do marketing all day long. We do it with our clients. My husband runs the Facebook ads agency and I kind of consult with it, but this like figuring out what is holding you back on an unconscious level, that is my dharma. That's my purpose. Yeah. And that's where this work is so aligned because people think they need to practice more or write a script or whatever it is. And it's really about what's going on inside. So let's talk for just a second. I'm going to come back to that. But is there a core group of people that you primarily work with? Busy moms. Is that right? Yeah. Busy moms that want to make a change like moms and they're not all moms, but most of the people I work with are moms and they just want something better. Mm -hmm. They feel this calling that they're meant to do more, that they're meant for more in life, that they're meant to help more people. And they're not sure how to take that idea and get it out there into the hands of more people. And they usually have some, you know, that voice in their head, that fear that keeps telling them, no, you shouldn't be doing it. No, you're not good enough Mm. to do it. But they know they have that calling. So they know that they're meant to do more. They just can't figure out how to get past that voice to figure out their strategy so then they can move ahead. So it's really like the subconscious over here saying, oh no, you're saying that too big. You need to tone that down. Yeah. And you know, you know what we worked with. <laughs> with <me. laughs> so I am a pro at helping you stand out more. What are some of the 
Is there a theme in the blocks that people have? Or is it everybody has a different story? Everybody has a different set of noise around what's keeping them limited in their business? Talk to us about that a little bit. Yeah. I mean, everyone's story is different, right? And I almost hate the word story, even though I use it all the time, because I think sometimes story invalidates your own experience. It is very much true for each person I work with. It's very much true to me what I went through. Like that's how I experienced it. It was very real to me and it's very real to each one of you, whatever life experience you've had. So I think sometimes story invalidates that. But that's, again, that's a little tangent. So (laughs) everyone's circumstances are different, right? But we all have the same, not we all, but many of us, many of the people I work with have the same like through lines of, I'm not worthy for this. Am I really Mm. worthy for a bigger life? Am I really enough? And it's usually based on some outside person or circumstance or past programming that told you that, Maybe you weren't big enough or maybe you weren't good enough. And it's just simply not true. Everyone who is put here on this earth is deserving of whatever they desire. We just have to figure out how to get that subconscious belief aligned with that conscious belief. Okay, we're going to unpack some of this. Let me ask this. Because when you were talking about people, like the worth thing, do people tend to feel this innate unworthiness? I'm unworthy to grow this business or whatever it is. And they want to avoid, do they want to avoid facing that internal discussion or that work around that worth? So let me go to tactic. Let me go to strategy. It's really interesting because there's two groups of people that I've seen and one group of people that we have, they're willing to work on that or not they're willing, they're ready to work on that first before they grow their business. So they work on shifting that inner programming, shifting and bringing all of those unconscious stories, perceptions, circumstances to the surface, and then they can shift them. And then Your business just seems, I don't want to make it seem like it's a magic unicorn, but when you're aligned and you truly unconsciously in your mind and body know that you are worthy, your business strategy just seems to work better. That doesn't mean you won't have problems and it seems to just flow and work better and you're in more alignment and you have more joy. Then there's a second group of people who work on the strategy first and it starts working and they're doing well. And of course you have business ups and downs, but all of a sudden we see this, that they, they start to hit this plateau or they start to hit this stuck point and They're working so much that their business starts to become not as fun anymore. They've lost the joy. They've lost the passion. And that's when they start to work on those core beliefs and subconscious limitations and programming. So it really depends on when you start to do this work. But the people who don't do the inner work, that's when they start to get really burnt out and exhausted and depleted and things just start to get harder. Mm. Why do people not do the inner work? That's a good question. Safety, fear Mm. of change, fear of, I mean, I think a lot of people think that things will fall apart if they change anything, that they don't have the time to do it. And they're afraid that if I go inward, a lot will change outward and change can be really scary for people. So it's not about that you're going to fall apart. It's that you just maybe haven't learned a process yet that shows you how to shift and change in a way that can support you and make you feel better as opposed to fall apart. So do you find that people tend to just push forward, go ahead, get it done, that they're so focused on the action in the hopes that the action 
is going to solve the problem and that's just a part of it. The action is just a part of it. The strategy is just a part of it. Is that what I hear you saying? Yeah. I mean, think about it. We live in a more society. More is always better in our society. More things, more followers, more money, more. It's just more supersize me. Everything is just Mm. in that like that's the paradigm we are, I think we're coming out of, but that's the paradigm we're still in right now. And I don't think it is about more. I think it's about being where you are right now and finding that connection with yourself and, and who you're really meant to be. And I don't know if that's too broad and general, but I think we are conditioned to always want the next right? Mm. To always be in the outcome, to always be in the result. And you miss out on a lot of life when you're always living in that future place. Yeah. That pushing to get that result. Yeah. I can really relate to that with what you're talking about. And I see it in the business, but I know you see it way more than I see it in the business space, but it's, it's just this efforting, isn't it? Just if I effort enough and in that efforting, what I hear you saying is the exact same thing I say in a lot of ways is you're not showing up as who you really are and people are more desperate for that than ever. And so in that constant efforting of your people to get more followers or if they're just working on strategy, they really maybe aren't showing up as who they really are. Yeah. I think so many of us are so, sometimes I get into this hole where I'm just like talking about how hard it is, but the other side of this, right. Is like so beautiful. And I think so many of us want, I don't know if you see this with your people. Hope is a word that has been coming up that I've been hearing from people. We just did a live event last week and they were like, we just feel so hopeful after this event. And When you do the work, I think there's just so much more peace and joy and you can, yes, we set goals. Like wanting to make more money is amazing. Wanting to have a better life, amazing. I'm all about that and being present and just, Mm. you know, you and I have talked a lot about just like being here with the person you're with and life just becomes so much more sweeter when you can be present and you stop living in the future and you can just start living in the now. Well, Nicole, you just have that effect on people though, making them feel hopeful because you bring that energy. I'm not saying that facetiously. I'm saying that you have such a presence about you of what's possible. And I think that's the place you work from now in many, many ways. Is that what this process that you talk about is about? You've got a process to work through and line up what you're doing outside and what's going on inside. Yeah. I mean, it's everything. I think, I mean, you talked about living life purpose. I know you're living your life purpose, doing this work and yeah, it's so important. There's so much more than just strategy. Mm -hmm. I think strategy is just like the tip of the iceberg. If you can think about it like that, there's so much more that's going on underneath the tip of the iceberg. And if you study the subconscious mind and body, then you know the conscious stuff, the strategies and your skills and your expertise and your messaging, that's actually only responsible for like 5% of your results. The subconscious, your subconscious mind and body is actually responsible for 95% of your results. And you can Google that. This is actual, not that Google is the answer to everything. (laughs) You can duck, duck, go that and get the stats too, right? It's actually real. So when we looked at this and we said, well, why are some of our clients having these six and seven figure launches And it just seems so easy to them. Like, what are they doing? Because they're using the same strategies as the other people who are really efforting. They're really, Mm -hmm. like you said, they're, Mm -hmm. they're really working so hard. So what was the difference? And that's really what we found is like the subconscious factor, these subconscious beliefs and perceptions and circumstances and their model of the world they're living by is actually affecting them so much. And that's where that 95% comes from. Yeah. And that's really the point I want to get to is that 
that internal work is so valid. And even for my people that are working at a company and maybe wanting a promotion, if they have all that noise in their head that says, oh, well, you're not going to get it. It's not going to work out and you're going to get overlooked again. And that's going to affect the outcome. And so we can talk about, okay, that the inside work, a lot of people don't want to do it. And maybe it's hard and maybe it's scary, but I don't necessarily see it that way. I see it as the most critical piece of it all. I think what's hard and scary is being in the same place. Oh, yes. Yes. Now, I have been on this path for years and years, and it's not always easy, but if I was still in that teaching job a decade ago, sitting at that desk, oh my gosh, I was so miserable then. I can't even imagine how unfulfilled I'd be at this point a decade later. And I think a lot of people, and I've been in this place too, that we get so comfortably miserable that the idea of change can be so hard. But that to me, like living a life that I was only imagining and never took action on, like that was so much more scarier to me because I saw what that looked like for other people in my life. Mm -hmm. When did you figure all this internal out? I'm still learning. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I mean, like I said, I've been on this path. It's always unfolding. Just before Mm -hmm. we hit record, I was like, Tracy, do you know what everything I've figured out and uncovered since the last time we talked? (laughs) So I still have these uncoverings, but the difference is now I have a process to shift and help me release my thoughts and emotions and you know, past programming that I'm still working through. But I mean, I've had so many mentors. I am a master NLP trainer. So I have certifications in that. I'm always taking courses and certifications and learning more. But really, when I started to really unfold this, it was in my NLP training. And I started to realize, oh my gosh, my subconscious is really responsible for the way my life is running. And if you think about it, just simply think about this morning. Think about how you woke up this morning. Think about how you woke up yesterday morning and the morning before that. Chances are you do the same five things in the same order because it's unconscious. You brush your teeth in the same way every single day. Mm -hmm. You walk down the steps probably with the same foot. You take steps with the same foot every single day. These are all things that are patterns and Joe Dispenza said, I think by age 36 or 37, over 90% of our actions are unconscious. Mm. So if you think about it like that, I started to really think about how am I waking up in the morning? The same thoughts, how am I brushing my teeth the same way? And I started to just question, is this really serving me? Is this really serving my kids? Am I being the best CEO, partner, mom that I could be? Or do I have all of these unconscious patterns that are kind of keeping me in place. Mm-hmm. And I started learning more and studying and taking courses and certifications because I wanted to be able to help my clients more. I was doing business coaching, but so much of our business coaching, we ended up talking about mindset. Mm. That's all people wanted to talk about with me was mindset. And I needed more tools to help them. Yeah. And you do have a lot of tools. You do have a lot of things that you work with. Have you ever tried to brush your teeth with the opposite hand? I have. Oh, it is like, it's (laughs) stunning how hard it is, right? Mm -hmm. And we are such incredible creatures of habit. Do you find that your people, and I know, I think I already know the answer to this, but that people are just running the same story over and over and over that is generally negative in their mind about what they're fully capable of? Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. I mean, absolutely. And we don't realizing we're the only things that are limiting ourselves. Like the truth Mm. is we are, our inherent nature is unlimited yet our conscious mind limits us. So yes, the 
part that gets me or that excites me is that most people's programming is happening like just below the surface and they don't know. They have no idea. So once you have an idea of what you're living by, I almost think of it as like radio frequency. Mm -hmm. You don't really know what it is until you're tuned into that channel. But once you tune in, like then you can hear it and you can shift it on the subconscious mind and body. And I always say mind and body because it has to be both. If you've ever tried to reprogram it just on your mind level, then you may have noticed that you feel good for a while and then it comes back. If it's coming back so much, it's because you're missing, chances are you're missing that somatic piece. You're missing that body piece and you haven't really shifted it and integrated it within your body. So that's why it's so layered. It doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be hard. You just have to really know how to shift it. So it's like yeah. that radio dial. Once you tune in and you see, oh my gosh, my parents used to say all the time that people don't change, right? This was a mm. conversation you mm. and I had. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh my gosh, I've been living my life by the fact that people don't change. Mm-hmm. And you bring it into your conscious mind and that's when you can work with your mind and body and say, is that actually real? Is something else possible? And you can start to plant new seeds. And is that what the quantum leap is? Is literally going, okay, wait a minute, that's not true. Is that what that is? My program or a quantum leap? Yeah, well, I wanna talk about the quantum, your program. Is that where you start by going, okay, hold on a minute. That's not reality. Well, first, actually, we start with actually declaring what you really freaking want in life because Mm. so many of us don't. This was something that actually shocked me because I've never been a perfectionist and I've always been a dreamer. So I didn't realize that so many people, women especially, were stopping themselves before they would even let them think about what they wanted. Oh, wow. So when we actually did our beta program for the quantum launch and we started out with this question, I started getting people who were saying, I don't know what I want. I've never asked myself this question. I don't know if I wasn't, because I tell I ask you, if you weren't thinking about your kids or you weren't thinking about your roles and responsibilities, what would you just want to do with your day? Mm -hmm. And people couldn't answer that question. Wow. Had they never thought about it or never thought that they could have it? Or is it a societal thing, do you think? I think it's both and all. Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. I don't think a lot of people have even given themselves the permission to say, I can dream. And I can dream Mm. about just me. Like Mm -hmm. I'm Nicole and I'm a human outside of being a mom, outside of being a partner, outside of my business. So that was actually the place that we start, which was shocking, Mm -hmm. shocking to me. That's why you need to beta test your programs because you don't know where it's going to go. Yeah, right. But in all seriousness though, that's where we decide is just giving yourself permission. And we've had people go from, oh my gosh, I didn't even ever let myself believe or dream that I could have a bigger house or dream that I could hire someone or dream that we could move to another state to letting themselves. And maybe Mm. that seems smaller nuanced to some people, but if you can't dream it, you quite literally cannot do it. So it's that first step of getting outside of the box that you're Mm -hmm. living in. Mm -hmm. And is that just literally from we exist, we get in existence and when we convince ourselves, okay, this is what, this is all there is, or this is what it is. Is it almost a habit? Yeah. I mean, there's so many reasons. If you had a parent or someone important, really, it can be from anything. Anything. It's not about what it was. It's about how you processed it. So if you watch something on TV, when you were from zero to seven and you're like the walking in a state of walking hypnosis, because you don't really have a conscious mind before the age of seven and you see something on TV or hear it on the radio that this group of people can't have this and you immediately absorb that it's in your subconscious or it could have Mm. been a parent or a loved one 
you don't really know. And it's mm-hmm. not, some people know, some people will do this work and they'll be like, this is where this came from. Yeah. It's not really about knowing where it came from. It's knowing how to process it and shift it. So it doesn't affect you anymore. It doesn't keep you weighed down because there's so many, I mean, we get these stories from all over the place. It's hard to pinpoint unless you it can retrieve, like you have that Mm -hmm. stored, but it's less about where it came from. It's more about how to shift it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Just like voice stories. We don't have to do a deep dive on them. We can recognize, oh yeah, that kindergarten teacher screamed at me about color in this blue. Okay. That's not true. We move on. So it's really about a a moving on in a way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's where you start. Get to dream of what you want. And for some people that's their first challenge. Never done it before. Never done it before. Yeah. Some people have never done it before. And some people say, well, I've been this way my whole life. So how could I ever be anything else? Oh, wow. I bet their worlds are changed in ways they can't even comprehend when they're finished working with you. It's funny because there's so many shifts that can come. We're all different humans. So if for a lot of people, it can take longer, but for some people, if you've been living from such a place that you haven't been able to dream or you haven't been able, you say, well, I wanted to be a teacher my whole life. How could I possibly, what would people think if I quit my teaching job? For those people, they start to see the biggest shifts faster when they just start to open up to possibility. Mm. That's exciting. It's very exciting. (laughs) And you're at the helm of all of this. I'm just a guide. Yeah, but what a great guide. Wow. Okay, so then where do you go from there? Do you teach them a process on finding these? We keep talking about this process, and I don't want you to give it all away, but are these steps that you teach people to move these things out that we don't want anymore? Yeah. Well, so the process is actually called shift. So the first part is the seeking is where you actually figure out what the heck do I want? What do I want with my life? What do I want with my business? And then the H is hardwire. So hardwire is really start. I like to use the analogy of like a gardener. You start to pick up all of the roots of those plants and those seeds that you don't want anymore, that aren't serving you, that aren't helping you live your best life. And you start to pull them up, but you have to pull them up by the bulbs. Mm. You know what happens if you don't want the tulips anymore, you got to dig down and you got to take it at the root level. Otherwise it grows back. That's what we do in Hardwire. And then the next step is integrate. What do you want to plant? You get to be whoever you want to be. You, you, because I want you to be you, but the best version of you. And it's all inside of you. Like we've all had those moments where we felt successful or we felt joy or you felt accomplished. Even if that was back in sixth grade and that's the last time you felt it, like it's within you. So it's really about figuring out how to integrate that into yourself now and plant those new seeds and those beliefs. So then you could do the focus and the thrive, which is the business strategy. But how much more effective can you be when your inner world is aligned with where you want to go in the outer world? And that's what it's about. And that really is, I don't know the exact definition of quantum leap, but isn't that very close Yeah, it's about, I don't know what the exact definition is off the top of my head, but it's like extraordinary results in what feels like an impossible timeline. Yeah, almost bypassing, leaping over. Yes, right. And that's really what that mindset work is about, isn't it? It's about just changing the noise Mm -hmm. and creating a new habit. Is that what I hear you saying? Yeah. I mean, imagine if all the thoughts you had now could be released and replaced with thoughts that were empowering to you. And when you had the thoughts that you don't want to have, instead of being mad and angry and going down some type of shame spiral at yourself, you actually knew how to support yourself through that So you can continue to get to that empowered, aligned version of yourself. 
And that is huge right there because I bet I know for everybody we get in that downward spiral, but I bet, and I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I bet for busy moms, they may be even harder on themselves. Oh, I don't like to quantify it as who has it harder. Mm, right, <laughs> right. In a forever game of who true. Is That's true. Here. That's fair. And what I'll just say is like, I don't know. Can we say women over men? I don't know. I, I just feel like that part's true. I'll be biased in that way that I think women are harder on themselves than men because I do think that women take on a lot more responsibilities. Now, of course, there's going to be a unicorn, of course. Sure. There is definite differences, but I just do think women can be really freaking hard on themselves a lot. Yeah. And I certainly don't mean to put you in a bad position, but societal implications show us that as well. Even in voice, societal, the implications are just different. And I think we all struggle with or many people, far too many people struggle behind this busy thing. But I personally see that. And that's why I asked you the question. I see that moms especially are so hard on themselves. Yeah, I think it's, I mean, there's just such an undercurrent of guilt and shame. Yeah, Yeah. for exactly. I think when you put yourself it's not even first. It's like when you start to put yourself on the board, yeah. on the board of other people, like I'm never asking the people I work with to not take care of their kids or their parents or whoever is important to them. It's just like, let's get you up there. Let's yeah. like level the playing field because the happier you are, the better parent you are. It's mm-hmm. without question. Mm-hmm. That was exactly what I was thinking. So you articulated what I was thinking exactly, guilt and shame. And I hear it from women in the workplace too. They'll say what they think and it won't be heard. And then somebody else says it and it might be a woman, it might be a man. And then it's acknowledged and they will simply have this internal dialogue. Oh, well, I guess they're just not going to listen to me. Right. So it's the same, but different. Mm -hmm. And all of that really has to be rewritten because all of that's a big part of the problem. Okay, so the shift, I love that. And that's really what people need. We really, everybody on earth probably could benefit from some shifting, but this is your program. It is, yeah. Yeah, and it's It's called the quantum. Yeah, I know, but boy, what an amazing program. And you're helping so many people transform their businesses. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. And you're about to do this program again. You can join our free masterclass right now. It's instant access because this was one of the things that we were looking at within our program. And we tend to do things a little differently because we really feel like your business has to work for you, right? Like this isn't some cookie cutter strategy. We've tried to do the cookie cutter strategies in the past. And we knew like for this program, we didn't want people to have to wait until some, you can Mm. only change your life twice a year. Oh, right. That didn't sit right with me, with us. So what we did was we changed it and we just kind of left enrollment periods more frequently throughout the year. And then we just have live support calls through the year. So when you join, you get six live support calls. And whenever you come in, then you get six live support calls. It didn't feel right to me for where we are and for what we wanted for our people to say like, oh, well, only in January. You can only do this in January. It just didn't work for us. It didn't make sense for us or for our people because when you feel that call, when you're ready to step into that best aligned version of you, when you're ready to change your life and your business, why should you have to wait? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I didn't even realize that. I mean, we've worked together and I didn't even realize that that's how you did it. And I think that's so valuable. And you work in that aligned state. 
you're just aligned inside, outside. I love it. Is that? I mean, yes. Am I aligned? Yes. Does that mean I still get mad and angry? Hell. (laughs) (laughs) Does that mean I have days where I'm like, what is happening today? Or that the babysitter's club throws me into a crying mess. I don't know. Season two, the second to last episode of the babysitter's (laughs) club. I watched with my kids really, really emotional episode. So living in alignment just means you're free to express yourself as you really are. Yeah, That's all it means, finding that place of acceptance and just being fully you. And the more you're fully you, the better you can be as the CEO of your life and your business. That's really what it means to me. So I don't want anyone to think, okay, so Nicole walks around, she's happy all the time. Mm. No, I used to pretend I was. Yeah. And that didn't get me very far. Yeah. Oh, that's a really good point. And pretending that you're happy or pretending that things are working or pretending that you're not exhausted, it really isn't being in alignment, is it? Mm -mm. And it's that finding that alignment that has really made the impact for you. And now that you make for people every day. Yeah. If you could just show up and just be fully you and be fully present, the ripple effect that had on my life alone, it's not quantifiable. Yet it is. Mm. I mean, for my kids, it allowed me to parent in a way that I was unable to before. But we could talk about the money, like the money, the impact, those things are just amazing and so important. And being the best parent and raising kids who are different and grow up different than I did, like mm. that is the real thing. That's the real thing. And you're able to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And what I hear you saying in all of this is a big old permission slip that you gave to yourself about making it work for you, what you are aligned with, what you believe, how you want to do it. Yeah. I mean, why would I live for anyone else? Yeah. And yet so many people are. Far too many people trying to be what others want them to be and they don't even know what they want them to be. Yeah. I mean, isn't that where the comparison comes from too? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's why social media does so well, right? Is because you want to be someone else. Right. Really? Like, what does that get you? What does Mm -hmm. that get you? Yeah. No, it's all an illusion. I say this all the time. There's no way out but through. And that through is you got to find out who you are and get aligned with it and do it the way you want to do it. 100%. That's the first place. It's like, just start from this podcast. Start asking yourself that question. What do I really want? Yeah. It's so great that you start your program with that. That's probably a really hard question, like you said, for so many people to answer. It's illuminating. Oh, I bet. I bet. Okay, so they can sign up for the training right now. How long is that going on? For a while or a limit? It will go on for, I don't know when this podcast will go live, but it'll go on for a few weeks. And then we're going to do, we usually do like some type of planning event to help you plan your most aligned year. But I will send you links. Yeah, we've been doing that for five years. Oh, I bet that is great. Fun. It's fun. And this year we're actually going to do it as a two-day event, which I've never done before with this planning event. I normally do it over a few days, but this year we're going to do a full two-day live event. So I'm pumped. Live? I want to come. Come. You're always invited. I want to come live. I got to meet Nicole live. It is so (laughs) rare that I get to meet people live. And I didn't know you were doing that. A two-day live event. Two-day live event. December 8th and 9th. Whatever that Thursday and Friday is. Might be 9th, 10th. I don't know exactly. But you're invited. You're always invited. I want to come to that. Oh, my gosh. Now, where are you doing that at? Do you know yet? Oh, it is virtual. You thought it was... Oh, it's virtual. Okay. Well, that's okay. I'll still come. I still want to come. But I thought, man, that would be great if I could see you. Oh my I gosh. We, see you live. That's so funny. Yes. We haven't gone back to live events yet, but we yeah. will in 2022. 
Yeah. Okay. See, I'd heard you talk about that before. So I was thinking maybe this one was it, but this one's virtual. So people all over the world can join this one. Yes. Okay. So do you have a page on that yet or not yet? Not yet, but I will send you the link. We're working on it. Okay. I'm going to put the link to your website and a sign up for the training that you're doing right now that anybody can sign up anytime. I'm going to put all that in the show notes. I'll put the podcast link. Nicole's show is the shift show. I got to be on that about a week or two ago. Love it. It's a great show. She does amazing with it. Very captivating, I might say. Because of you. Well, I'm not going to take credit, but very, very captivating. And I just have loved working with you, right? It's the ideal person. And I know you feel this too, willing to change willing to look at oneself and go, Ooh, maybe there's a different way. Maybe there's something easier. Okay. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Sounded like you were going somewhere. Oh my gosh. I was, but I mean, yeah, it's doing the work with you has just kind of like made it more concrete for me, if that makes sense, because I had done so much inner work and the outer work and being able to just accept myself more I didn't think that was possible, but working with you made it possible. Over here, it's all about that next layer. And like when I met you, you're great. Is there another layer? Sure. Every time I work with you, every time I have a conversation with you, every time I see you, it's just stunning to me how in alignment our work is. And I really think we need to make that event in 2022 kind of a combo. Yeah. So fun. (laughs) Wouldn't that be fun? So up for it. I'm so. Yeah. Because you really do that deep dive on that inner layer, which makes it so much easier for people to really play big vocally, because there's no way you can play big vocally without the inside job first. So y'all be on the lookout. Maybe we'll put that on the schedule. Yeah. Let's do that would be great. Well, Nicole, thank you so much for being here with us today. And anything you want to add? I know we have to wrap it up because I know you've got to start to really hear the kids in the background. (laughs) (laughs) But anything you want to add any last bit of encouragement? I know everybody's going to go immediately and check out your training and the work that you do, which is really, really game changing. I'm going to encourage all of you to do so. But Anything else you want to add? Yeah, I would just say like, take the time. I'm always big on implementing and Tracy knows whenever she gives me work to do, I will go and I will implement and I will practice it Yeah. as soon as we get off that call. And I would just encourage you, if you're listening to do the same and ask yourself that question, what is it that I really want and need in my life? And even if the answer that comes up is like, I want five minutes in silence, go give yourself that thing and allow yourself to get to that place where you are dreaming regularly. Because really, if you dream it, then you can do it. I got to get off this call. I got to go do some dreaming. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for taking the time to be here. I loved having this conversation. And thank you, listeners. It's always great to have you with us too. And I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Captivate the Room with Tracy Goodwin. You can reach out to her at CaptivateTheRoom.com and be sure to grab The Voice Formula, a free video series that will help you start making a bigger impact with your voice today. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on iTunes. 